No, but do we expect it? Yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. I'm going to put on uh, some lip gloss here for this. Uh, is it actually gloss and not just balm it is a mini tub of vaseline so okay so it could be either you know and some might argue that it's neither (laughs) get that vaseline Mm -hmm. i remember Mm -hmm. when i was on accutane and i would just slather my face and lips with vaseline before i went to sleep Uh, i kind of well it was really handy because i was staying in a hotel at the time for work Mm -hmm. a lot um and so i could just like lay a towel down on my pillow with when i had like vaseline all all over my face when i was sleeping and then like Mm -hmm. i didn't have to deal with it in the morning that was true i've always uh, been it took me the longest time to even like pick up vaseline as an option because i remember when i was a kid we did that experiment where you put it on like a plant leaf and you watch the plant leaf die because it can't get oxygen because it can't get oxygen or carbon dioxide i guess as it were. really wants to be a part of the podcast today um but i i i always thought it like made my skin hot because it blocked the oxygen so i, was I can see it. that i guess mm-hmm. um anyway <laughs> i was getting there andy hi i'm tyler and i'm andy and, and this, this is Homo's Modern, Modern Life, a podcast with a very special guest today, Arlo. She's playing with her ginormous hippo that's about the same size as her right now. Um, and then she just gets really into it. Like, oh. you know, I wish we all had something like that. I almost made a giant hippo joke there, but, you know. <laughs> wow. Didn't really fit. That. Um, so hey, ve- Arlo, Darlo. Hey, ma'am. I'm not here for that. Okay. Thank you. We have very candid conversations, we too. Um Colin's like, oh my god, what am I gonna do with this episode? <laughs> Nothing. Um Anyway, Andy Hoosie Wetsies. Uh-huh. What's new with you? You're um, sitting on a couch. I'm sitting on a couch. It's not a new couch. It's my old couch that will not be my couch for much longer. Um, because you know, the new one is being built. Mm-hmm. Uh mid-May. We're aiming yeah. for a mid-May delivery window. But uh until then, I we we did some work on Sunday, we moved a lot of my things into the condo, um, including this couch. And then we went to Sam's and bought me the largest TV that I've ever really been in the presence of in a residential setting. 
It's massive, but it doesn't it's feel, you know, it's, I don't want 75 inches, but it feels perfect for the space. Yeah. I was going to say, it doesn't feel too big. Like when we were <laughs> sitting there, I was like, I almost looked at you and I was like, you know, you could have gone bigger. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's perfect. I don't think I would have. I mean, yeah, 80 might have been too much. Just, but 75. Perfect. It's only five inches, you know? Like how uh, bad can five inches a lot be? Of, a lot of people can do a lot with five inches. <laughs> yeah, I was um, exhausted when I got home that evening. Yeah. I passed I put out. You to work. Yeah, that's the most active I've been in a very long time. But you know, I'm grateful for it. I mean, all of my stuff is still sitting around in piles. Um, I figured as much. Yeah, haven't really gotten a chance to get to that. I was, you know working slash watching the bachelor last night and then Mm -hmm. you know had this today Mm -hmm. you know had to run to target to get a new cable because issues from last week if we remember the audio issues yes um but yeah and i actually got a um a workout in today look at you my workout Um, and my walk i got my full this is the first time in like over a month that i've gotten a workout and my full walk in perfect so Look We're at you. coming out. Man We're out of, of the woods. Many talents and responsibilities, adulting, yeah. growing, expanding. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I'm single. <laughs> and a homeowner. No. And, not, and, and I don't have time to date any of you right now. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you know, I feel like after this, like the sectional will be like the last piece I have until then to like get everything else that I need. I ordered a desk for my office slash future recording studio. Yes, that's what I'm calling it. That's how I. That's how I told myself it was. That's why I decided to help you paint this because I was like, this is for us. (laughs) It's for us. (laughs) So we painted the recording studio the darkest color we could find. Mm -hmm. It's a good compromise between my dark soul and your normal soul. It's crazy when I'm in there working. I mean, obviously I need more light in there. I need a bunch of lamps because I love the lamps. ceiling light does not do much. And oh, when I'm sitting there working thing. and I'm staring at my monitors up against that dark blue wall, mm-hmm. it's like I'm looking at stars in space. Like <laughs> it looks like there's nothing behind the monitors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. just in a void of screens it's like the ultimate gaming experience truly i guess so um do you know what i watched today just to reroute this topic do you know what i watched i'll let you go first uh the megan markle interview oh uh, okay culturally um, relevant culturally relevant which is really funny because i just i've been watching the crown and i'm like getting through I'm I'm nearing the end of the second season, so it's all of Claire Foy's The Crown, and it honestly puts it makes a lot of sense. Like everything they were talking about, I'm like, well, yeah, if this is a semi-accurate portrayal of who this woman is as a woman, and how everything works, I was like, this makes total sense. Um, yeah, but I, you know, in some ways, I'm kind of like, you know, Megan seems a little like. I don't know how to say it. Like there's just things in the way that she was talking that like I picked up on out of like 
bad experience that I've had with people, but there's also things that were totally in earnest, but I know, I feel like it's always, it, you know, it's all, the thing is, it's all family drama. All family drama is, is a he sh- said, she said situation. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just thrust into the public eye and exactly. these like poor people, like, I mean, cause they all seem you, fine. You say poor people, they're all fine. Yeah, you know, it's I saw this meme that was like, you know, the billionaire interviewing the millionaires about oppression Mm -hmm. and about Mm -hmm. how they're oppressed. And it's like, well, they're fine. They just they're in the public eye. And this is what happens when you're in the public eye, especially when you're up against somebody as powerful as the Queen of England. Yeah. But uh, I mean, and it's not that different from. Like anything drama that goes on between taylor swift and kanye and kim or mm-hmm. you know whoever slights beyonce speaking of dramatic <laughs> like, separation it's not so much the people it's not so much the drama itself but the like public's reaction to the drama mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if the and public the British... could just be more chill then none of this would be a problem well and that's the thing is like the tabloids seem like such a big deal in england maybe because it is a smaller country you know it's like Arlo, Jesus Christ, can you just find one toy that is not a squeaker? I can't talk right now. I'm doing do you, bad dog shit. Could, do you, I think you control the toys. I'm taking it away and she's going to get upset. <laughs> Have this one. This is just the ball. Go get it. Do you notice the shape of that ball? It looks like it's a circle and it's round. Parent, you know, children, am I right? Um, <laughs> Colin says, don't worry, he'll play music. Perfect. So if you just hear music coming in and out, it's to cover the squeaks. Um... I forget where I was going with this conversation, but... Oh, something about... I said something about people and drama and royals. Oh, yes. So that's the thing that I realized, especially in watching, like, Drag Race UK and, like, you know... Because I've always, like, watched Doctor Who and stuff, but I don't think that's an accurate depiction of... of, uh, Anything. Anything as far as, like, the normal (laughs) life. But, like, the tabloids play such a huge, pivotal role in, like, everybody's daily lives. Like, it's... So insane. Hmm. Like, I can't remember the last time I looked at a star magazine or something or like picked it up. Maybe like when I was reading Teen Beat or Tiger Beat or whatever that was. I've never read magazines or like, I mean, I've just never been into that sort of thing. Mm -mm. Unless it's in a TV format, I don't care. Like, I, I don't read about people's personal drama but i'll watch it on tv if you make it into a reality show yeah like give me the full story you know like that's what i want to see that's why i find the crown so interesting see this is what happens when i take away the toys this is what being a parent is like i can't do this with a real child no (laughs) uh anyway besides what i watch what did you watch andy Oh, I watched a um, this new program. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's actually that new, uh, but I watched it on Paramount Plus. Mm. Uh, and I just got intrigued by like because I saw like a you know little promo and they were flashing the names of some of their originals and one of them was called Why Women Kill. Oh, I saw something for that today when I was watching the Megan interview. Yeah, it has. Um, Jennifer Goodwin, Lucy Liu, like a bunch of other people that you probably recognize. Um, And 
it's so good. I mean, it's just like very suspenseful, you know, drama. It's about three different, like three different families that all mm-hmm. lived in the same house in different decades. So there's like the 50s housewife and her husband, you know, and then, you know, like the 80s and then present day. And they all have a different kind of like, you know, relationship dynamic. But they... Hold on, I'm gonna kick her out of this room. Yeah. (laughs) This is like that. I don't know where she keeps finding them. Let's go, let's go outside. Uh, but yeah, She's I mean, well, the the why women kill thing, it's just been very, like, it's intriguing, and it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Well, and it looks like, like it ticks my boxes, because it looks you visually know. Oh, stunning. It's, mm-hmm, it is. The house is gorgeous, and it is designed differently in each decade, which is really fun. Um, and just, like, it is really just, like, so suspenseful, because... You know the premise of the show. Did you watch all of them already? Or you just watched no, one of out? I've, I'm only on episode three. I don't know how much is actually even out already. Mm. Yeah, I saw yeah. that today. Literally was like, oh, that seems like such a show. And Lucy Liu just has, into. she's it so funny. It is Lucy Liu. Okay, because I like saw it and like heard her talk. And I was like, it doesn't sound like Lucy Liu. And also is not a traditional Lucy Liu look. So I wasn't entirely sure if well, it was her. she's in the 80s. Yeah. Well, especially because I saw like 60s woman, 60s woman, and then Lucy Liu in like full 80s garb. I was a little confused as far yeah. as the commercial goes. Okay, I'm very excited. I'm adding that. Yeah, and I'm interested to see if these stories ever like intertwine in any way other than, you know, they all take place in the same house. Oh, okay. I don't, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Lucy Liu's married to... Uh, do you remember? Do, did you watch Smash? No. Oh, she's no. married to Derek from Smash. I never got into that or Nashville. I was like, this, these okay, don't those to are me. two very different things. Are they? Same. Are they? They're uh, one's Broadway and one's country. Are they though? One's Catherine uh, McPhee, and the other is Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. Can't Isn't it this. all just like A Star is Born retold 300 different times? Is it? I guess you could consider Smash. No. Maybe. I don't know. Nah. Nah. So. Well, you know, some people would disagree with you. I'm one of them. I think, I don't know. I think Glee just generally rubbed me the wrong way. I think I was so excited for a show where they're singing in it. And I think Glee reminded me that I don't like that. (laughs) And it just turned me off of all the other ones. You know, nothing will ever live up to Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, That is the ultimate, like, fake singing media. And that's not fake singing, but it's just, like, the ultimate, like, faux band. No, I think it's really them. Um, I mean, yeah, so we watched that. This weekend? Yes. Right? Yes. We Josie realized and the Pussycats that 2001 movie. Andy had never seen Josie and the Pussycats. So I mean, it was like every movie from 2001. But it's like the ultimate movie from 2001. No, it was good. It was funny. 
it was you know there was a there's just a general vibe a general aesthetic to the time period that kind of makes me feel ooky like I just don't like it well I don't you know there's a good chunk of that that is currently relevant again which is what I find so funny and I'm like this is what our parents are also I'm an old man by saying that yeah um like i could see kids these days like going ham over an inflatable chair and a hamburger phone you know oh for sure Mm -hmm. yeah i yes colin i do feel like we have to watch spice world yes it was on our list crossroads is a good recommendation find it streaming uh in normal places so i have you know what else i haven't seen i mean everything uh, but something else I haven't seen that I actually have a DVD copy of is Moonstruck. Oh, same with me. I had the video VHS and I just never watched it. I think I never knew what it was. So I never I don't know it. what it is either. I don't have, I have no idea what it's about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll add that to our list. I'm telling you, gay cinema. We'll do that's a movie That's the movie where, she, where she says snap out of it, right? I think it is. The one that's in all the previews to like almost every VHS from the like late 90s, early 2000s. Sure. Do you know what I'm talking about? There used to be this like one commercial where they would play like highlights of their like famous movies over the last 10 years. Huh. Before like every VHS to be like, our, you know, studio is the best or whatever and it was always like I feel like it always started with that guy sweaty guy in front of the clocks I don't know what movie it's from but it was like a sweaty guy in front of the clocks and he says something and then someone else says something really spectacular and then Cher comes on and goes snap out of it and then (laughs) it was like all the iconic lines or something I don't know somewhere in here yeah somewhere some childhood memory of somebody else's mind oh yes I remember that deeply (laughs) Mm -hmm. um well, it's time for a break, a little quick nap, uh-huh. reconvene, come back, talk about what we dreamed about, because today we're talking Indeed. about dreams. Indeed. Indeed. Fairly well, my children. What is a ball? Do you see the ball here? Do you know what kind of ball that is? Ooh, are you yawning, Andy? I've had a big yawn. Because it's almost that time. It's almost time to go to sleepy, sleepy dreamland. To dreamland and not the prostitution ring in Hollywood. Um, Actual dream dreamland. Did you not watch Hollywood? Yes. That's the the gas station. It's called dreamland. Or that's what they say. I want to go to dreamland. And that's where they take them in the back and bugger digger them. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I didn't remember that. That was that that series was kind of a flash in a pan. Yeah. Kind of happened real it, quick no, and then we all moved on. Yeah, I don't see how they're gonna do it in the second season. I'm like, you've already Hollywooded, you know. I don't um, think there is a plan for a second season. Is there? Oh, I don't know. I think so. Um anyway, today we're kind talking like about it's a sin. Right. Sometimes it's just good to live. Like, that's the thing now. We have so many good TV series. We're living in a golden age of television. Yeah. So sometimes it's just like, let a mini series exist and don't feel the need to take a story longer than it has to. Um, like Colin said, like Feud, a great one series. I always thought that was going to be more series as this well. Um, but any who's you want see. Oh, it's a good movie. Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, another movie you need to see if you haven't seen it already. 
Um, today we're talking about dreams because I have been having some very interesting dreams now that I'm sleeping. Uh, I'm going to stop you right there. Normal. Uh-huh. Uh, nobody has interesting dreams. I mean, I find them actually like semi-entertaining. Do you know other find people's dreams? dreams? Do you when well, other people talk about their dreams, do you like listening to that? Well, it depends on how like bizarre they are, you know, because I think, you know, a many a dream have have inspired a many a good movie. So in some ways we do see people's dreams and we are entertained by them. And I find it very interesting the way that life is interpreted to I don't well I don't know if I believe so much in like the dream interpretation dictionary because I think for everyone's own dream oh yeah different things can mean different things to different people right yeah you have to sit and be super introspective about it right like you know, why is there an alien sucking away my oxygen so I can't breathe? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. You know? I mean, most often it's just like a production of our hopes or our fears, right? Right. Well, and you know, But then sometimes they come in very abstract forms. Right. Do you feel so, you know, do you feel like your dreams are are abstract or are you, you know, what I'm trying to say is like, are your dreams a fantasy or are they based in real life? Uh, they're pretty. Oh, I feel like they used to be more fantasy based when I was a kid. And now they're like. 50 50. Mm hmm. I do feel like a lot of the TV that I watch or the stories that I watch in TV, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Movies that I watch uh, will come back into my dreams like a couple weeks later. Like, Hmm. Like when I watch like Wayward Pines or something, like a week or two later after finishing that series, all of a sudden I have a dream that's kind of like Wayward Pines or something like that. Interesting. But like for me, they're always very much based in real life. And it's always in a place that I'm mostly super familiar with. Like it's never in a location that I've never been or can't describe. Um, I don't fly or do anything magical, which is kind of such a disappointment. Mm -hmm. You know, like all I want to be is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And it just doesn't seem to happen in my dreams. But like fingers crossed because like I'll live for that but I remember like I think also because I've had such a up and down with sleep as people on this podcast know um like waking up and not sleeping like I think I really enjoy having a dream because in my dream I kind of realize I'm dreaming which means I'm actually sleeping which puts me more at ease you want to talk about Mm. an anxiety cycle this is the reverse of an anxiety cycle (laughs) Mm -hmm. that i'm like getting into that deep sleep and i'm like all right like settle in for the story you know where are we going today so um but the Uh, reason i don't i don't feel that (laughs) my my dreams when i'm having dreams like 
I think they're real. Mm-hmm. And they can definitely cause me to be restless as I sleep sometimes. Like dreams, dreaming about, especially when I'm dreaming about like work or something in particular, like work or like upcoming travel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something that's stressing me out. Then I just like, I get real tossy turny, but like, not that I'm necessarily waking up from the dream, but I'm kind of aware that I'm trying to sleep, but I'm also having the dream and think that it's real. Um, And like the worst time that I ever had, this was when I was in high school working at Panera (laughs) and having to close on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And I was just like not getting any rest ever. uh, And was super stressed out and I would like have dreams that I was serving food like while I'm laying yes. down or that like I'm parallel like I I'm in my bed in Panera and I can't get out of it to do mm-hmm. my job even though people are yelling at me too yeah and one time it did manifest that I like stood up in my bed turned and ran into the wall thinking that I was walking into the dining room. Yeah. I, I, um, I think there's only been one time and it's only because someone saw me do it. I'm sure there's been more. And last night's dream, I think proves to me that there's been more, but the first one I remember like my niece didn't whenever it was like thunderstorming I don't know she was like a big wuss and like she didn't like to be by herself when it was thunderstorming I'm like what are you a dog so she (laughs) we lived in the same house at the time and so she came down and slept in my room and she said like she said it was kind of horrifying because like it's thunder and lightning outside and in the middle of it I just like rise up in my bed (laughs) and I sit and I just lift my hand like I'm holding a phone and I go hello hello (laughs) and she goes there's nobody there and that's when I woke up and like I felt my hand and she said I just I kind of remember this part and then I just passed out and then the reason I thought about this topic too is because last night was very bizarre I've learned that like when I'm stressed um or like I'm feeling overwhelmed or like when I have a lot of projects like there's just a lot going on is monsters, ghosts, and ghoulies are more prevalent in my dreams. I wouldn't necessarily mm. call them a nightmare either because it's it's a story, you know, I'm just as anxious in that dream as I would as any, you know, I you, maybe because I just am not spooked out by that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. last night I was having a dream where I was like trapped in my childhood home, which is where a lot of my dreams happen these days. And like, I couldn't get out. I couldn't leave because a ghost kept scaring us back in or like moving the cars or whatever. I don't know. It was probably the most anxious in a dream I've had ever. And then I woke up and all of my automatic lights were, or like my bedroom was on. So not Hmm. all of my automatic lights. It's not like the power went out and came back on because then they would all be on. It was my bedroom, which is only like turned on that way. Do you think that you said something? I think that I got scared and I told my Alexa to turn on the lights in the middle of me sleeping because at 1.40 in the morning, I woke up super confused because all four of my main lights were on. I thought I was late for work because that's usually when they automatically come on. So I get up, I take Arlo outside 
and I like look at my watch and it says 1:40 in the morning and I'm like that is not true <laughs> like my watch <laughs> is fucked up like uh. I gotta figure this out but I don't have time and then I sit at my desk and I look at my phone and it says 1:40. I look at my other phone and it says 1:40, and I'm like Oh. Oh, it's 140. <laughs> it's 140. <laughs> oh man. I you know, I feel like I only did that like once growing up where uh, yeah. I just like got up, got completely ready for school and then or like maybe in the shower realized like it's the middle of the night. Yeah, I've definitely done it. Um I remember when I first started at Jay Hilburn, we had like a holiday. And like, I knew the holiday was there, but like, I didn't think about it over the weekend into the Monday because it was like a Monday off thing. So I got ready. I got dressed. I drove all the way to the office. And when I saw no cars in the parking lot, I went, huh, <laughs> and then turned around. So oh. not the same thing, but you know, yeah, it was definitely like a school panic thing. So, and I told yeah. my boss that she goes, that's an awful way to wake up. And I was like, I know. I was like, I don't know what this is, but you know. There's yeah. also, I remember, um, did you ever have sex dreams? I had very strange sex dreams. Oh, sure. Like very strange sex dreams. Cause like, you I think I would fall dreams. asleep you, with, what? I don't really have sex dreams now, which is interesting. Oh, okay. Like every so often, but like, I remember um, there's this one and I don't know, um, if I were to say Zigfield Follies, do you know what I'm talking about? Not really, but okay. vaguely. So, you know, like it would be like a stage. And yeah. <laughs> it was like a stage of like, and it looks like a tiered cake. And there's like mm -hmm. people dancing on mm -hmm. all of the rings, right? So I had a dream like this, but it was definitely more like 90s influence. And it was just a whole bunch of hot construction workers all in various states of undress oh, and i boy. just like went up the like spiral like fiddling fodling all of that that's probably like my first sex dream and i woke up and i was like mm, i think i'm a gay wow <laughs> wow had... uh that's interesting you know something this is a memory from like way, way far back that I like think about sometimes and I'm like, huh. And like, it was back when, and I have no idea how I even like have this memory or how old I was, but it was back when my brother and I still took baths together. Mm -hmm. And like my mom was getting my brother and I ready for the bath and i was talking to my brother and i was like i had a dream last night where there were like naked women and my penis got all hard <laughs> and i'm like wow what does that mean <laughs> wait <laughs> for my brother said is, that or you no said i said that oh interesting it was and, like yeah i had a dream about like naked big breasted women that got me hard as a kid. I don't know what that means. Gender norms. Yeah. I don't know. I've you know, identifying as such a mo as I do. I don't know. But I I don't know. Yeah, dreams normally are just a manifestation of stress for me. Either that or like uh sometimes fulfillments 
fake fulfillments of romances that I wish would happen. Yeah. You know? Well, that's um, why I was, I, I have talked on here, like, I have had, I do have sex in my dreams, but it's never what I would call a, a sex dream. Like, to me, like, a sex dream is, like, something out of Big Mouth, right? It's like, yeah. oh, and all I sex all the time. This. But, like, sex does definitely happen in my dreams, but it's part of the bigger narrative mm-hmm. of my dreams. Like, it had to happen so we could get the story from point A to point B type situation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, like, it's stress manifests itself in my dreams in so many ways mm-hmm. being nude in public when I'm not supposed to I mean when are you supposed to be nude in public but being nude in public when I'm not supposed to be mm-hmm. running late to things remembering a class that I had enrolled in at the beginning of the semester and never went to uh Colin asked if as a theater gay do I have the I'm on stage and no none of my lines dream and I certainly do like where you wake up on the day of the show and you're like, wow, I never memorized any of my lines. Uh, whoops. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go on stage and see what happens. That's how I approach uh, most of life. Getting though, so that's in a, it, being in a car and the area, the like driver's area around me being so small that I can't move enough to drive the car. Oh, what's funny is I had the opposite. What I was correct. So when my you dad reached the pedals. Yeah. So I, I remember as a kid every day, because like my parents slept in separate rooms. If that wasn't a precursor for divorce, I don't know what was. My dad <sighs> parents have been sleeping in separate rooms all as long as I can remember. And they're <laughs> not um, but I used to like my dad and my room were like right next to each other on one side of the hall. My mom's is across. So I'd always wake up and go into his room in the morning because he'd take me to school when we were gonna work. Uh, or when he was going to work and he'd always ask me what I dreamed about. And I'd always just say snow, which, you know, was a lie because I didn't want to tell him that my dream was I was trapped in the car as like a toddler and it was going down our super steep driveway and I couldn't stop the car. And I was like, mm-hmm. that seems a little morbid to tell your parents as a, as a, a child. So I just kept saying snow. Yeah, so dad, sometimes it's like it wasn't snow. It's not being able to control the car and like, you know, going down a busy street. But most of the time for me, it's not being able to control the car and flying off an overpass, like off of a you know a big. Mm-hmm. What do you call those? The big like fly around. Yeah, like the high things. five. Yeah, like flying off one of those, mm-hmm. like Rainbow Road. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the times that I just like wake up because I think that I wake up and like jump out of bed and like I'm like trying to bat bugs or something off my body. Yeah. Because I think um, I'm covered in bugs. I, this is also always something I'm curious about because I only think that I maybe suffered from it once in my life where um, uh, sleep paralysis. And I think there yeah. was this one time where like I woke up and like I couldn't move and I like looked at my billboard and I saw like all this these flashing like almost Halloween masks on my billboard or on, on my your um, billboard not a billboard uh a cork board oh, like thumbtack okay. or whatever it is yeah yeah um and like that I think is the only time where like I was like oh my god I gotta move and get up and do something but other than that I don't think I've ever dealt with it have you ever had sleep paralysis there's plenty yeah. of memes that talk about it but yeah I think I have once and I don't know. I think I just went back. 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I definitely remember like waking up and freaking out that I couldn't move, but then I think I just went back to sleep. Also, do you ever like scare yourself with like piles of clothes? Yeah. Cause I mean, not piles of clothes necessarily, but I see then... shadows that look like a, other things. The Babadook. So uh, Colin also asked me if, as a dog mom, do you ever dream that Arlo is lost or hurt? Because uh, his sister goes through that. And, uh, no, not yet. Um, I'm sure they will happen the longer that I have her. Um, at this point, we've been through so much together. But one of the times I, because of the new way I've angled my bed to face this wall where I have that little hook on the wall, I mm. hung my black winter jacket on, on the hook. The and I kept, Yeah, I kept waking up and being confused if it was like Arlo about, I thought it was like Arlo about to pounce, pounce on me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and then I, then it, nothing happened and it didn't move. And then I got scared thinking it was a monster. And then I realized it was just my jacket. So the, f- the first couple of nights sleeping in the condo, I had to have all the doors and like all the closet doors and the bathroom door and everything in my bedroom closed. Yeah. I it's only been a, like a couple weeks at this point and now I don't care. Yeah. That's the thing is it always is like an adjustment sleeping in a new place or sleeping with a new person. Like I never sleep during that. It takes me like a week to like feel relaxed. So I get it. Um, on that note, it's time for a quick break and then we'll be back with Everyone's favorite segment, Pod Q and Gay. And welcome back. Did you take a nice nap? Yeah, I did. I could have. I fell asleep for three hours, and we're coming back to record. That's, That's a lie. True. That's not true. Um, it's Pod Q and Gay. Um, we're going to split the segment up here. Um, Andy is going to read our user submissions or nope, not, that's not right. Our listener submissions, user submissions. Yeah, I guess they're not users. Um, and then we don't feel used by you, you know, you can use us. Um, and then we're going to do the top 11 because I looked for a 10 list, but I like this 11 list better of most common dream symbols what they mean great our first listener submission mm-hmm. uh said their dream was a recurring motif uh of oh i guess their dreams have a recurring motif of octopi octopuses octo octopods octopi yeah. being in pain or distress that they can't save often they're dying well Actually, it says often they're drying. That is dying for... And I guess that would be dying for an octopus. <laughs> for an octopus. So uh, I don't have things... Oh, drying. I don't have things where... I don't think death is involved in a lot of my dreams, which is kind of surprising. Oh, interesting. I once had a dream that my brother died that was so like... I don't, I was, you know, like, I was like a teenager at this point and I, he died in my dream and he got to like come back for 
an afternoon mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the whole thing just made me so sad that i like went into sounds- his room and like sat by his bed for a little while that sounds like a hallmark movie it was very <laughs> so sad <laughs> uh uh our next listener said sometimes i dream entire movies that don't exist i always wish i could record them yes okay tyler's dream movie theory uh, this is why i've been waking up and like i've been starting to like put them in my notes some ways so like that. i can go back and do you don't believe that i've been doing that no i have last night let me tell you let me tell you um this sounds like one of those things that people dream. always say they're gonna do oh i'm gonna start a dream journal here's my dream journal is it in good english not at all but no, this is part also one probably That's less than 100 up. words and there's well obviously i'm not gonna sit and write a full essay on it i was just trying to download the dream before i forgot it uh-huh. <laughs> so that's what i'm trying to do now uh, like to put it down to revisit later and try to figure out what they all have in common but yes my dreams are are you know a disjointed but a narrative you know i can follow along with the way the story's going yeah. um you Same. know uh sometimes it's through my eyes sometimes it's of third person yeah same Mm -hmm. but also the sets like the setting and the characters are always changing like even the character that i'm you know seeing from the point of view of and just all of my dreams are very like there are linear portions that kind of pivot into completely different things Mm -hmm. it's very weird yeah uh our next listener said i had sexual uh, oh a sexual food adventure with ross from game grumps while dressed as mickey mouse i don't know what game grumps is yeah uh sounds like a youtube series about gamers uh but you know a sexual food adventure is always fun oh he's interesting looking oh uh uh-oh Describe more for the listener at home. Oh, I guess he is a Twitch person. Oh, good for me. Um, He looks like somebody... I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It'll come to me, I think, in a second. Now, I'll I've leave. never thought of Mickey Mouse in a sexual manner, or at least not his mm-hmm. outfits. Actually, no, just never at all. There was another uh, obscure reality show. There was like an art competition show on Bravo... I don't remember what it was called, but one of the artists did this, like, it was like a Mickey Mouse head outline, but it was actually, like, if you looked closely, was like a bunch of pictures of, like, penises and vaginas and titties and stuff. I love that. Uh, And then he, like, took it into the bathroom and jizzed on it. And he was like, this is my subversive art. It was like a subversive art challenge. I remember this show somehow, because I was like... Yeah, I'm really into this. I love this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, our next listener said, I have a lot of dreams where I walk in and out of glass aquariums and can breathe. Oh, Breathing underwater. See. Not a, I don't think, I think drowning more often would be. Yeah. Dreams seldom end well for me. I'm just going to say. <laughs> Do you die in your dreams a lot? Well, no, you wake up before you die. Oh, I haven't been you die dying. You in your dreams, you die in real life. 
<laughs> I uh, I died a lot in my dreams as a kid, but these days I don't. Like even this thing last night with the like I was kind of laughing at myself when I woke up because there's this part in my dream where the ghosts were like moving the car and I was like really scared. Like every time I'd turn away, they'd move the car into a different place so I couldn't get in. And so I put my bag in and then I turned around and then I tried to get in the car and it just like drove away from me as I was like doing it kind of comically. And so I went, all right, I'll stay here. And I grabbed my bag out of the the trunk of the car and I was like, can you at least put the car back? <laughs> drove the car into the parking or in the garage and I went back. This is the, the shit that I dream. So in some ways there's a little bit of comedy in the darkness that I experience. So yeah. Well, that was, those were all the uh, listener submissions. So yes, let's jump into this fun little list. Cause I'm curious, like I'm almost like put a finger down if you've had a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, the first uh, most common, I, it says number one. I'm, we're, I don't know what order if it's most common or <laughs> not, but um, number one is falling. Um, yep. Falling dreams are classic, falling off something, falling into nothingness, blah, blah, blah. Careening off uh, overpass. Mm -hmm. So here's what it says. Falling in dreams tends to be related to anxiety. They represent a feeling of being out of control and impending disaster. Hmm. Yeah. Hi. I I have a touch of generalized anxiety. Yeah. I think mine just goes so past that. Like, it's like falling what now? So... I don't fall a lot in my dreams. The only time I can remember it is like, I do feel like I get motion or like the feeling of falling, especially like as a kid when I would be on like a swing, you know, (sighs) or like when I first started going back to spin, like I could feel my legs kind of still have that, that residual motion Mm -hmm. in my dreams or like, as I'm falling asleep, I usually get the feeling like I'm falling, like right as I'm falling asleep, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. jolt, but not really in my dreams. Um, the second is going to school. Um, yep. yep. <laughs> um, going to school, my, my, cause you know, I only had five classmates for most of my life growing up, and they are the still the most frequent players in my dreams. Yep. This one says the lesson or test that we face inside the school or classroom is frequently one that we need to learn from our past, which is the reason these dreams are often reported by people who have long since finished school. Um, I will say, I don't know if school has so much come back into play for me because I was kind of flase da in school anyway. <laughs> like, let's face it, I wasn't a great student. Um, but elementary characters, like, people I knew or like, like elementary, junior high, like volleyball teams or like things surrounding school have started to seep back into my dreams recently. Like one girl Mm -hmm. I haven't thought of in like years, haven't seen, Mm -hmm. haven't seen her on Facebook, nothing. Sydney was in my dream last night. And I was like, where the fuck did you come from? Like, why are you here? And why are you driving a big suburban? You know, I don't know. Um, the next is flying. This is one that I have not had and I would like to, but I think something in my brain says it's just so unlikely to happen for some reason this that I, I can't dream. I don't know. People always like, I'm sure 
there's like entire reddits devoted to lucid dreaming and how you can do it and if you can get yourself to lucid dream you can fly in your dreams and all this stuff i just don't know that i feel like i could ever get there so i have this kind of like you know how people are like don't mess with the ouija board it opens up like a portal that's Mm -hmm. how i kind of feel about lucid dreams is like somehow it like opens up a portal and like it, it, I, I would be, I very much want to do it, but I'm also like horrified to do it. Like, well, I don't, you don't want to, you don't want to break down the wall between waking and sleeping realities. Yeah, or something like you or, don't want to wake up and be confused about like, is this a very vanilla sky? Is this a dream or am I awake? Yep, yep. Um. Well, and it's just like I feel like I read something somewhere that like lucid dreaming like some people would experience like going into other people's dreams or having other people come into their dreams or something like it basically like takes away the bubble of this like mental space i don't know Uh it like freaked me out anyway flying in a dream is how effectively uh, flying in a dream and how effectively or poorly it's done relates to how much control we feel we have in our lives and whether it we are confident and able to achieve our goals. So if I can't fly, that means I have zero confidence. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Here's an interesting one. This is interesting. I'm, this I'm is, reading along. Oh, the um, one that I didn't think other people dreamed about, but I often do is finding hidden rooms in a house. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. been having this dream a lot lately about the condo i keep Mm. dreaming that there are actually more rooms than i thought there were well that little (laughs) i don't know if they're hidden rooms necessarily or like but they're just like there are just more of them well i mean like getting that little center little uh part of your hallway that has all four doors close all four doors spin around a bunch of times just open a random door and it will feel like there are infinite rooms (laughs) <laughs> yeah true mm-hmm. um but it says as far as uh uh hold on this can symbolize discovering a hidden aspect of the self that has been out of the dreamer's awareness i believe it i always feel like every time i do there's something in there and i'm like Meh. you know i like, think for well, me it's just wanting more space that too i mean <laughs> you can always want more um this one i also feel like is pretty common i think this was the overarching theme of my dream last night because all i was trying to do was like to get home which was weird because i was already in my childhood home but like or just trying to leave or get away but running away or being chased i constantly running away and being chased in my dreams i don't think i've ever been chased but i'm constantly there as many a dream i have where i'm trying to get somewhere and i'm being uh blocked like at every step yes right agreed yeah i actually i had this whole dream this very elaborate dream the other night where i was like running away i was like in my old church that i grew up going to but it was like it's always been like kind of growing into a mega church and so in my dream it had grown even more to this ridiculous extent that it had sort of like almost play area like theme park sort of things going on inside and then I was like running away and then I was naked and then I was like finding all these secret I was finding a lot of hidden rooms with like different themes 
mm-hmm. almost like that Omega Mart place that I saw on TikTok. That's like mm-hmm. an art installation with all these secret rooms. That's someone's dream made real. I'm yeah. sure of it. So I've ex- yeah. I was experiencing a lot of these things in one dream. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like I said, the like, the basically like trying to go somewhere and hit Roblox, I think is, you know, a, I would say a good 50% of my dreams at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, death. Um, yeah. Again, while it's something that I've never, I, I don't know if like, it's ever really been in there. I do think there is something um, that I need to work out personally where I just don't accept death as a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, like grieving is not something I do. So that may have something to do with it. So in my mind, I've just tucked it away and put it away. And it's not a real thing to me. Um, and this one, it says, although death is often perceived as a negative, it's also often more directly related to a dramatic change happening for the dreamer, the end of one thing in order to make room for something new. I mean, I've definitely had like zombies and like the living dead, but I don't think that's exactly what they're referring (laughs) to here. I don't think so. Um, I don't know. That's not all that common for me. No, which like, I feel like for me sleeping in a room of skulls and literally I have a skeleton hanging right in front of my bed. I think it should be more common, but it's not. Um, both of our favorite dreams, car accidents. Um, you know, what's funny though, is after having my first serious car accident, I don't dream about car accidents anymore. Mm. I can honestly say that that's where that dream stopped for me. It's like the minute that it happened like i've not had another one so maybe well, that was just you know your brain is protecting you from you know reliving trauma yeah because that was also when i experienced my full first full-fledged panic attack before there was a car crash you know the idea of car crashes was just an abstract manifestation of uh mm-hmm. <laughs> feeling out of control or anxiety Mm-hmm. now it's too real so now your brain has to find other ways to make that abstract yeah well it says that this is a common metaphor for feeling out of control in some aspect of life you know Hello. parents getting divorced who knows probably <laughs> that because it was always like my mom standing at the top just like waving bye and i was like okay oh so maybe when i finally said bye i was like okay well um <laughs> This one's interesting. I think it mostly applies. I feel like you would have to experience one to really know what it's like, but earthquakes. Yeah, I can't um, say that this is... I can't say that I've never dreamed about an earthquake, but eh, I don't think I do. Often. So one of the days that I was in San Francisco, just one day, I had an earthquake in my dream and it woke me up because we were actually having an earthquake. Mm. And my friend didn't believe me and thought it was just my dream. And then I found on the news that there was an earthquake and I felt very validated. But it is a very strange experience for sure. It was nothing bad. Like, I mean, enough to just barely wake me. It just felt like a really loud car was going by, but with no Mm -hmm. sound, I think is the best way to say it. Um, It basically it's saying that it points to a shakiness in your life. So it's quite literal this meaning so if the ground is shaking beneath your feet check other things um 
this one was I the reason I chose this list too was childhood homes because this is very specifically a very interesting home that I keep reusing it's the one that my parents got together they got divorced in, and I lived with my mother in it alone for a while and then my dad got the house and he lived there alone for a while so in a way it was kind of like three different households in one um oh see this says architectural elements are often central aspects of dreams a particular building childhood home or hybrid of different homes yeah mm -hmm. mine's always like a hybrid of different buildings that i grew up in yeah not this necessarily one, my home but like this one other is people's always, homes or you know churches one, schools yeah this one's always the cardinal hill home that i grew up in um because it had such a weird layout and such big spaces. And I feel like as a kid, I did a lot of my creative exploring there. Um, like a good good chunk of my life of like the, of actual memories that I have through this house. Not so much the one that I was like a, a baby or like first grade, second grade in type situation. Because um, I don't dream about that house. Um, and I don't dream about the house we had after that. It's always this one. Um, but it also says uh, recurring dreams or dream themes such as always going to the childhood house may be reflective of some unresolved issue from your childhood that the dreamer is trying to work through. Why would either of us have those? <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, not, I don't feel like any of the stories that I have there, but I'm definitely always going back there. Like, especially recently, it's just been like, the top of mind and I think that's why I've had such this like craving to like go home because I'm like if I can just like go home and like see it I think the dreams of it will stop does that make sense does that make me sound yeah. crazy I mean maybe it's something that you should tackle more on a, like a psychological level than a physical like revisiting level maybe we maybe we need to revisit some concepts but sure um this one one I don't have dreams about or maybe I do, but I don't remember them as babies. I just have dreams of, about my niece. Dreaming of babies often represents something new, like a new baby. <laughs> it might be a new idea, new project at work, new development, or the potential of growth in a specific area of our waking life. I do feel like this one dream aspect will become more prevalent in my life of like babies representing something when I have had a baby of my own, if that should ever come. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is geared towards parents or, or people that have raised a baby. Colin says, I have a baby, not the same thing. She's nope. that's the thing. This baby, I just closed the door and she's good for a little bit. I couldn't do this with a real baby. Okay. Kind of. uh, and the last one, forms of transportation. I will say every time before I go on a trip, I get so excited because I'm one of the people that I love the journey as much as the destination. So for me, I just get super excited about trains, planes, automobiles, whatever. Like I like dream about it. Um, I think the only one that I've had dreams about that I've never actually been in is a train because I desperately want to go on a train ride. Mm, I don't think I have these. I mean, I have car wreck dreams. I have being late for a flight dreams. Mm -hmm. I don't have 
transportation, transportation dreams. dreams going places i mean no. i i i also i mean i feel like being driven in a car happened like not necessarily me driving but someone like putting me in a car and taking me someplace most of the time against my will <laughs> in my dreams happens a lot um but i think that relates to other things not so much transportation because transportation sounds fun kidnapping <laughs> i wouldn't call transportation um well, it's a form <laughs> well anyway that's all the dreams it's very interesting i find this whole i i think dreams are... i find it interesting that they didn't say anything about being naked didn't say anything about uh like forgetting things like taking a class or having lines yeah the other one i had set had naked on it um you know which like i don't think i've ever been had been naked in public i've definitely been in my school cafeteria in my underwear before yeah but i think that's about as much as i got to i think i don't know i'm sure nudity's happened in my dreams before well i mean uh, hmm this is we're going too long and this is kind of off topic but how long have you slept naked um i definitely in sometime in in i think late junior high to high school okay like i remember i very vividly remember like the first night i decided to do it and i was kind of like like right yeah yeah, exactly. It feels. But I don't very remember like scandalous. what my age was. Uh, I remember like the house I was in and like roughly around it. But yeah, um, I, I agree. I think it was junior high for me too. But then, I think even when I started to do it, I would wake up and I would have clothes back on. I was like, I took these off, and then I guess I put them on my sleep because I was like, no, no, no. Well, what it happened to me is it was the reverse, because I kept taking off in my sleep. Huh. So I was like, well, just like save yourself the extra work. Don't put them on. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, but I, th- I think maybe there's still like this uh, latent fear of sleeping nude that like I've been sleeping nude for years, but it's still well, I, maybe there. I'll be honest, I never thought about it until I was in an earthquake. And then I was like, maybe I should. Now I always have like shorts, like right beside where I go to bed because like I'm ready to like throw them on and run out the door if I need to. Yeah. Because that's my fear is that some something happens where I need to evacuate my home. And like, as we know, as I woke up at 140 and it took me a good 10 minutes to realize it wasn't 140. You're it not takes always me a little, there when you first it, wake up. It takes me a little while to get going. So it's very yeah. likely I would put shoes on before I would put pants on. So. <laughs> <Oy. laughs> well, anyway, if you want to tell us more about your dreams, you can find me on Instagram at Homo's Modern Life. And you can find me at Andy from Boy Story. Um, and check out our sister show, uh, HML's Political Hookup on Instagram. Their podcast still going strong. Also, it's very nearly JP's birthday. Oh, uh, you can buy our merch at HML Shop on Instagram. Yeah. Um, if you're feeling bored and you want to get on the interwebs, you can go to our website, www.homosmodernlife.com. Or you could send us an email, homosmodernlife at gmail.com. And if you're feeling 
extra generous. Generous. Generish. Is that a new Blackish spinoff? Is that a new Rachel Ray food? Um, (laughs) You can send us a cash tip on both Venmo and Cash App at the username Homo's Modern Life. That's right. That is at Homo's Modern Life on Venmo and dollar sign Homo's Modern Life on Cash App. Everything's so complicated. Um, Oh, and Colin insists that Colin we wants us to say we are both on TikTok. At Homo's Don't look at my videos. I made like two videos. That's something I started. I'm getting there. I'm trying. I'm just, you know, <laughs> trying to find my oats again, you know? She's doing Where her best. Um, do we hit all of our marks? We I did. believe we did. Well, children, sleep tight. Don't let the bug bugs bite. Honestly, like, have fun in your dream tonight. (laughs) Have fun in your dream tonight. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production.